The last thing I wanted to do was, you know, make my wife angry and spend all of our savings. So, but one of the things that the training that I went to had made a claim to was that they teach you how to do investing with other people's money, right? OPM. Yeah. And that's the huge, that's one of the, the best things that I think I got out of this training was learning how to find other people's money and learn how to, another word for it is fundraise, right? Welcome to Want Money, Got Money with Sam Kamani. This podcast is for founders, entrepreneurs, and dreamers like you. I want you to be able to learn from the stories of other founders and investors. On What Money, Got Money with Sam Kamani, entrepreneurs from all around the world come and share their stories, what made them successful, what mistakes they could have avoided. The goal of this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to success. So today I have Petrek Kavika Riviera, who is an ex-US Coast Guard investor, entrepreneur, and a podcast host. For some of the audience who doesn't know you very well, Petrek, um, can you please tell us what you do these days or what you are up to these days? Hey, what's up, Sam? Thanks for having me on. Well, these days I am now a full-time entrepreneur. And what that consists of is being a real estate investor. Some of that consists of being an online marketer. It's an, also another business that I've, that I've built throughout the years. And another portion of that where I'm leading my life into and that I want to focus on is helping people you know, with their full potential, helping people really do what they want to do in their life, starting with their mindset and really knowing how to shift their life by understanding their mindset a lot more and, you know, equipping themselves with the techniques and the tools that they need through my podcast, through, you know, having conversations with them soon, a yeah. book that I want to come out with that I've came up with a really good concept on, on how I'm going to deliver that book. So I'm super excited. We can talk a little bit about that later if you want. But, but yeah, that's pretty much what I'm working on right now. Oh, that's great. You know, like I read from your and just even talking with you last time that you used to be a, a Coast Guard. So how did you go from being a U.S. Coast Guard to, to being an entrepreneur or to buying and selling houses and all that? So how did it all start? Well, uh, I think I, I've always been an entrepreneur at heart, you know, since I was 18 years old. I was always trying out ideas. I think that's been one of my main things is that I've continued to keep trying, you know, yeah. new things, you know, things that I might be interested in at the time, you know, just trying it. Like if something seems interesting, if it seems like I could do something with it, just trying it out. So, so from the beginning, I was always trying, you know, a lot of failures along the way, trying to start online businesses, trying to start brands, doing yeah. that. But leading up into the Coast Guard, the Coast Guard was always going to be a stepping stone for me financially. That was my financial security for a long time. But yeah. about three and a half years ago, I kind of told myself like, you know, I'm, I'm, I think I'm a little tired of kidding myself in the sense of, you know, I, I don't really want to live in this financial security of just being happy, you know, yes. making the right amount of money and not yeah. really having that much of an impact on this world. So I wanted to change my life. I wanted to take steps towards being an entrepreneur and yes. I had the opportunity come in front of me to go and attend a real estate investing seminar. Yeah. And uh, this was really the biggest moment that I chose. And it became very important to me knowing that I have to invest in myself to change my life. Yeah. So I invested $30,000 in this, in this instance to go and pay 
and then go to this real estate investment course, right? Yeah. So that's that's where it really all got started. I, I went and I got trained on how to do it right. And if anyone's trying to get into the realm of uh, flipping houses or real estate investing, whatever realm yeah. that is of, of investing, because there's so many ways that you can invest in real estate. Absolutely. For, I would say yeah, I would yeah. say start by getting trained first on how to do yeah. it the right way. Yeah, because yeah. you can lose potentially a lot of money as well in in that, and especially I don't, um, because I'm not a real estate investor, but I, I'm sure you can do it right. Or um, yeah, there there would be lots of things that go in it. So when you were a Coast Guard, were you still based in Hawaii? So I went to boot camp in Cape May, New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, and then I've been stationed in Destin, Florida, where I was part of a small boat uh, search and rescue team. Yep. And then I went to my IT uh, information systems technology school in uh, Petaluma, California. And yep. then I was lucky enough to get stationed back home here in Hawaii. Yep. Um, and that's where, that's where I rounded out my career was in Hawaii. And, and then three and a half years ago was when I really decided and I was doing my house flipping on the side of, yes. of working full time, you know? Yep. Yep. And what was the first thing that you ever sold? Doesn't have to be uh, something as big as a house. Could be as when you were a kid or when you were a teenager or any at any age. What was the first thing that you remember that you sold? Oh, gosh. Uh, to be honest, I don't, I don't even remember the first thing was I was that I sold. But just so I have an example, the first flip that I did yep. was actually a property that I bought. Sight unseen, purchased it in St. Louis, Missouri. We yep. bought it for twenty five thousand. We bought it for. Wow. We bought it for twenty five thousand. Invested somewhere around sixty thousand dollars into the rehab, and we yes. flipped it for a hundred and thirty five thousand. Yeah. So, so I think I think the numbers were somewhere around there. But yeah, we we turned we turned a total uh, profit of I believe about twenty five thousand dollars on that deal. Yeah, a really good deal. So that was for me. That was that was a huge moment because not only did I prove to myself that I could do this thing called real estate investing and flipping houses, but I did it remotely. Right, I was able to yeah. put together a team of people that I've only spoken to on the phone. You know, my realtor, and then I had yeah. my. A contractor on site put in put in the right people in the place and made it happen without ever seeing the property. Yeah, yeah. Now that is that is a huge step to going from <laughs> training to going and doing it yourself. So, what about the initial capital? Did you raise money for it, or did you? How did you go about it? So at the time, I didn't see it as raising money. I just saw it yes. as like money that I had access to. Yeah. And so, you know, $30,000 is a lot of money for someone that was at the position that I was at that time. Yeah. You know, now I don't see it as a lot of money. Now my mindset yeah. has shifted and I see yeah. money in a different way. But at the time, you know, I had worked very hard. Uh, my wife and I had made big sacrifices to put ourselves in a good financial position you know, yeah. we were we were somewhat financially free, apart from having a mortgage and and like a car loan. You know, yeah. we, we we were very well off. We were saving money, and we had money in the bank. You know, yes. saved up. And so this decision came along. The last thing I wanted to do was you know make my wife angry and spend all of our savings. So, but one of the things that 
the training that I went to had made a claim to was that they teach you how to do investing with other people's money, right? OPM. And that's the huge, that's one of the, the best things that I think I got out of this training was learning how to find other people's money and learned how to, another word for it is fundraise, right? To raise funds uh, was I had now the ability. So paying for that, paying for that course, I actually used a company that basically went out and applied for a bunch of 0% interest cards that I got accepted for. And so that helped me kind of get into it at first, you know, and, and at a 0% interest where I was only paying capital it was nice. It was a lot less pressure. Yeah. But you know, you know, there's, there's things ebb and flow. Like I didn't really get started and get off to the right foot to where, you know, I was going to start profiting as fast as I wanted to. So some of those credit cards kind of uh, the interest later bit me in the butt, but it was all, it was all a matter of finding an option, right? Finding an opportunity to get access to money that gave me the opportunity to go and learn. And then now I now, have the knowledge and the expertise to go out and flip houses. And so yeah. that's how I, I found capital to pay for that yeah. um, initially. And then when it comes to like my home flipping deals, yes. you know, I don't have $25,000 to go buy a house, right? Yeah, I don't have uh, $60,000 or $100,000 to rehab the home. Yeah, But it's about going and raising these funds, right? Knowing where to find these, these uh, places, these either these investors or these hard money lenders knowing how they operate, knowing uh, what you should be paying or what you can offer them as yeah. an ROI and percentage. That's really where I, where I got my money from was either investors or hard money lenders later when I did my deals. Yeah. Yeah. So have you, I mean, this is a very common question that I often get asked just talking with other founders and stuff. A lot of founders, whether it is in, in a tech startup sense or a non-tech startup sense, they don't know where to go and raise money or, you know, how to do fundraising or how do you go and look for these investors? So when you talk about these so-called investors, how did you find these people or were they just loaning you money for a very short term on a very high interest rate? So how you find money is exactly in that sentence right there. You go and you find it. You know, I think I said that this term, the last time we spoke, Exactly. Uh, you know, it's, it's a yeah. term that Grant Cardone coined and it's who's got my money, right? Yeah. And it puts you in the mindset of the money's out there, you know, the opportunity yeah. is out there to go and find the money. And, and think about it in this way. There is someone out there that has money that yeah, wants absolutely. to invest their money, Yes, possibly whatever, depending on whatever uh, industry you're in. But for me, it was real estate, right? And, and a yes. lot of people like real estate because it's a, it's a safer market. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's absolutely. It is a lot safer than a tech startup. Yep. Yeah. It's been through its trials and it, it shows, you know, the statistics. So my goal was to go out and find people who were interested in investing their money in real estate. And yep. so that's what I did. I had the network, huge, huge portion of finding money is networking. You know, you're going to, you're going to kiss a lot of frogs in that sense, right? You're going to find a yep. lot of people who are going to say no or yep. who aren't right for you. You know, you're going to make a lot of phone calls, but that's what you got to do. You got to put yourself out there. You got to start setting meetings and give yourself the opportunity to go and meet people. Before the pandemic, I was out there meeting people in person. Now it's about meeting people on Zoom like this. Absolutely you know? right. Yes. Um, but yeah. that's a huge portion of it. It's networking. And I, I'm glad that I have, you know, an extroverted personality that I just, I kind of just get out there 
and yeah. I just do things. It gives me the leg up on on being a great networker. Yeah. Um, I have a great personality. I'm outgoing. I'm positive, and and when you network, you gotta you've gotta trust in yourself and the product that you're trying to sell, right? So, yeah, uh, my goal was if I found someone who was even the slightest interested or Oof. had capital was that I was going to give them a deal that was better than anything else out there on the market right now. So if, if other investors were offering that person 9% or 12%, I said, you know what, if you invest with me, I'll give you 30% return on your investment because mm-hmm. you know, all I needed was one opportunity, right? For that person to invest with me get them their 30% and then, and then I'm in the door of the relationship and business. Right. So, so networking, man, if, if you're looking to fund a business in any way, get out there and network and go find the people who have the money and, and believe in what you have and convince them that it's worth investing with you. Oh, there is so much wisdom in that. Like a network, B <laughs> believe in, <laughs> believe in what you have, believe in the product that you are selling and, you know, give, give them an offer that, you know, that they are unable to refuse. It is so good that, yeah. And, and that I think for you, it came from a lot to do with your personality and your self-belief. So yeah, I think for any founder listening, I think they need that self-belief, self-belief in themselves, self-belief in their product that it is going to do what they, what it says it does. Yeah. So no, that's, that's really good. On the positive side, is there anything, advice that you have for someone or, you know, maybe a mistake you made in your initial times when you're uh, fundraising initially or that you should have avoided? Don't sell yourself short. That's definitely a mistake that I almost made. All right. I, I yeah. got myself in, in a situation where, let's see, it was at towards, no, it was at the beginning of this year where I was buying a project and because I was willing to make these new relationships and make things yeah. happen, and because I'm so good at fundraising, yeah. I found a deal that I would able to offer my investors a 50% return on their investment. Yeah. And at the, end of, at the end of the day, when you look at everything, it's if, if I'm happy with what I'm walking away with yes. and I'm giving my investors 50% return on their investment, they're going to be really happy for one. But if I can give them that and still walk away with something that ultimately I'm very happy with, then it doesn't matter, right? At the end of the day, as long as everyone's happy. And that's the way that I look at it. But I got myself into a situation almost where that deal could have turned sour, you know, yeah. and, and I, would have, I would have owed people a lot, you know. Fortunately, I went, I, I went with my gut instinct on that one. And I didn't end up buying that property. And, yeah. and now looking at it, had I had that property, which would have had a lot to do with, with the planning department and those types of things yes. who aren't quite open right now because of the pandemic, that would have put me in a heartache because it was, it was very solely based on a timeline and yeah. I would not have been able to meet that timeline because of this pandemic. So I'm glad I followed my gut on that. Yes. But, but don't sell yourself short and make sure that you always follow your numbers when it comes to when it comes to investing for sure. So don't sell yourself short, like make sure even though you're trying to give uh, a good deal to new investors and create new opportunities, like yes, make sure you walk away at the end of the day, happy, right. With that number. Absolutely. Absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. I think it applies to, and pretty much not only for investing in property or, or a non-tech business, but also in tech business. Yep. Don't sell yourself short. 
So now, what is the current project that you are working on and what is your ask? What are you looking for? So to be honest, I would love it if, if people could head over to my podcast. It's called Incite Yourself. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. We're on all the major yeah. platforms. Go ahead and check it out. I, I have a lot, of, uh, a lot of great interviews, one of which will be Sam Kamani here soon, where, we're gonna, where we offer just a lot of amazing information from the point of view of entrepreneurs, of, yeah. of uh, everyday people that have um, either gone through trials and errors or have you know made amazing accomplishments. And we focus on the mindset behind those things, giving people the opportunity to learn from other people's experience yeah. and take that into their life. So, so definitely check out my podcast, uh, get connected with me on LinkedIn. I'm working on, I'm working on a real estate investment course that I'm going to be putting online. And then I'm yeah. also working on building my, my coaching business where I want to be able to coach people on their mindset. If you check out my content on LinkedIn and also my Spotify or my, my podcast, you'll see that, that I've got a lot of great content on there. So, so yeah. yeah, check that out. Cool. Now, this is the top three things that I ask. Oh, no, that's great. The, um, what I'll do is actually I'll put all these things in the link um, oh, okay. below and, this uh, video uh, and you can go to Patrick description. Yes, yes. Patrick. Sorry, they can, yes. they can go to PatrickRivera.com to, to get connected to me as well and the podcast. Oh, fantastic. And yep. And we'll have all these links in wherever you are looking at underneath the podcast description or a YouTube video description. So you'll find all these links for anyone listening. And now this is the top three things that I ask people um, at the end of, towards the end of the podcast. And that is, what is the one book that you are reading or that you recommend to other people that they should read it? Right now, I'm actually listening to Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. I'm actually listening to the Miracle Morning for Entrepreneurs. And yep. it's amazing because it's giving me a better framework of how to get my day started. If I have a book recommendation, I always recommend Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Napoleon Hill, yes. That, ha- that has been a staple yep. of uh, my mindset and really, you know, a lot of the the techniques that you need to change your life when it comes to mindset. Yep. And what is one podcast that you're listening to apart from yours that I'll definitely put the link in. (laughs) Yeah. Listen to my podcast, Insight Yourself Podcast. No, no. um, I am listening to a few great podcasts. One is by Mark Metry, Humans 2.0. He's amazing. Halataha has a great one. Yeah. uh, Young and Profiting Podcast. You know, that's, that's a great one. The Jordan Harbinger show. He's amazing. He's, uh, you know, he's next level when it comes to that. And I, and I look up to all these people, right. When it comes to, when it comes to that, Jordan Paris is another good one. Yeah. Who has has a really good, good podcast. And, you know, I look up to these guys to some, they have the opportunity to interview the people that they have interviewed and continue to spread and affect the world in a positive way. Yeah. No, that, that is great. And if time and money were of no question, what would you build? What would you work on as a business company? Whatever, whatever you can think of. If you know, there's no limitation of time and money, you had unlimited resources, what would you do? I would love to focus on my passion of uh, wanting to help people and coach them to change their lives. Just really to better understand that this mind yeah. that you have is so powerful in changing your life. I would uh, I am going to right now I'm working on it 
And I would, in the frame of this question, create more mastermind seminars for people to have access to great minds in one place that they can really jam pack a lot of information that can affect their life. And then I would also try to give back to this world a lot more. A project that I will create during my lifetime is, is to create a nonprofit where I can feed families that are in need of, they're in hunger. Oh, that is, that is amazing. It's good stuff. So thank you so much for coming onto this show. And yeah, we will put this out on pretty much nearly every platform out there in the next couple of weeks. So yeah, stay tuned and go and find Patrick Riviera. Good stuff. All right. Thanks, Sam. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Want Money, Got Money with Sam Kamani. Hope you enjoyed the show and got some valuable insights that would help you in your startup or your business. If you haven't already, please subscribe and rate this show on your favorite platform. It would be extremely helpful and I just cannot tell you how much I would appreciate that. 